Okay, week nine. The playoffs are around the corner. Mm-hmm. Start, sit, advice. Hopefully, we're going to help you win some matchups today. We're also going to give you those Hail Mary throw a prayer up and see what comes oh down matchups as well. So let's get straight to the show. Welcome to the Fantasyland Football Podcast. All right, all right. Okay. Oh Let's okay. go. Okay. Welcome, welcome into the show. Go ahead. You know, give yourself a little pat on the back, okay? You, you did good <laughs> today showing up for the start or sit advice. I know. I know. It's crucial, Badaki. It's crucial to get those wins Absolutely. right now heading into the playoffs. We're only maybe five weeks away from most people to yeah, the playoffs. It- is is the countdown this is the time your trade deadlines could be coming up if you have a trade deadline in your league um ours is in the next two weeks and week 11 for us so you know definitely be planning out if you are in a playoff position to try to get these pieces that can put you to the playoffs yep it's zach here that's badaki it is thursday the 5th of november we got a great show for you today let's talk uh obviously the elections going on and Hopefully you were yeah. able to go out and vote and use your voice. We still don't know who it's going to be. But let's talk about some need-to-know news. What is going on here? What is going on around the National Football League? Okay, we told you this yesterday, but you need to be aware of the bye weeks. Eagles, Rams, Browns. Bengals all on the buys. Please make sure you change your roster accordingly. Had some COVID news today, though, didn't we, Badaki? That's right. Um, a bit of a surprise here. You know, Matthew Stafford, mm-hmm. he's on the COVID reserve list. Um, He had a contact with somebody that actually had COVID. You know, it's not a team member. There's no one in the facility. Maybe someone, a family member, a friend. We actually don't know. Yeah. He came in contact with that person on Monday. There's talks that he should be eligible to play for that Sunday game versus the Packers, but yeah. that's still pending per his negative test. So for keep sure. an eye out. I, Make sure you know. You know, A lot of people probably picked Stafford up as a streamer this week. And Absolutely. he's probably a good stream if he plays, but you just don't know what's going to happen. So if you can place him on your COVID list and pick up another quarterback, do that. Otherwise, you may want to consider the risk aversion move here and choosing a different option. Okay, good news though. Michael Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders back at practice. This is great news, one, for the Saints, and two, if you're a fantasy owner of Michael Thomas, this is great news for you. Great news. That's right. That's right. You've been waiting for him. You've been waiting for for Michael Thomas specifically to get back on this field. Yeah, 100%. Hopefully... We see him return. Such an elite option for fantasy football. Speaking of maybe the head honcho, when we speak of elite options in fantasy football, Christian (laughs) McCaffrey runs CMC. The boy is back. That's right. He's seen at practice. He was. Yep. You you must be buzzing right now. (laughs) I am definitely buzzing. I have been waiting since week two. To get CMC back in our fantasy football league, and honestly, I can't wait to see him on the cash list maybe next week. Who knows? But he (laughs) is back, and it looks like, from what Matt Rule said, he looked good. This is a quote from Matt Rule. He looked like Christian. This is the kind of stuff you want to hear as a a CMC owner. This is the the life you've been looking for, right? That's right. I mean, all you want is hope. That's all you want. Just give me a little bit of hope. That's all I need. Hey, we are going to constantly give you updates on all the injuries and reports that are happening. Easiest way for you to find out about what's going on in the NFL is to follow us on Instagram at Fantasyland Football or on Twitter at Fantasyland underscore FB. You'll be able to see all of the updates, great content we post on there. You can watch the podcast on YouTube, hit the subscribe and notification button. And of course, you can listen on any podcast platform in the world. Let's talk about Chris Godwin. What's going on with Chris? Look, I mean, he was 
he was a full participant in practice besides catching the ball. So he was running routes, you know, he was he was running plays, he was doing all these things, but he wasn't getting he wasn't getting the ball thrown to him. It was just yeah. more of a precautionary thing. They didn't want to risk anything at all, maybe him re injuring that finger. So they're just gonna wait until Friday, see how he goes, yeah. see what happens, and then go from there. It's crazy to think that he had surgery on his finger last week. And yeah, that's there's weird. talks of him playing football, but you know, obviously, they have the best medical staff in the NFL and yeah. with these teams. Austin Hooper returns to practice after that appendicitis or the removal of his appendix, I believe. Uh, appendix. <laughs> we are not doctors. But Chris Carson, also iffy for Sunday. Unknown if he will play or not. If yeah. he doesn't go, Carlos Hyde has already been ruled out. It's probably DJ mm-hmm. Dallas again. Yeah. But let's talk about some players who did not participate in practice. It's pretty big. Pretty big here. It's this guy, list. Alvin Kamara. Mm-hmm. I mean, bone bruise on his foot. It's not that serious. Mm-hmm. There's already been reports right before saying that he is going to play on Sunday. Yeah. Sunday night or Monday night. A Sunday night against the Bucks. I know that for yeah. sure. So, I guess, don't worry about that. If, if you want, keep an eye on, on that. Also, Mark Ingram did not practice on Wednesday, which also is an indication that it doesn't look good for him. Looks like he yeah. might not play this week. And yeah. J.K. Dobbins could be that guy for you guys. Yeah, it could be. Um, with these guys, Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas, we're recording this on a Thursday, okay? And obviously, statuses change heavily on a Friday and a Saturday. So yeah. with a guy like... Michael Thomas specifically, you actually really need to be following us on Twitter and Instagram to get updates on these guys because it's going to change since we've yeah. recorded this podcast. And with it being a Monday night football game, Michael Thomas, it's Sunday night, actually. Sunday, Sunday it? night, Sunday night. With it being a Sunday night football game, you need to have a backup plan in place unless we know they're going to play. If Michael Thomas plays, you play, and we're going to talk about him, but. Hey, we want to let you know there is now uh, an opportunity for you to support the show. Okay. Patreon.com slash fantasylandfam. That's the easiest way to support the show, isn't it? Absolutely. We have a couple of different tiers. Obviously, we kind of broke it down before. Close friends, gold and platinum, all tiers represent something different. But if you want to just support the show, close friends is the best way. Gold, a little bit more exclusive access to content, Ooh, fantasy content. Okay. And platinum is a one-on-one oh. with both of us. Oh, one-on-one. We're, Let's just go. Tr- we're just gonna try. Yeah, one-on-one. We're just gonna try to help you. You know, make it to the playoffs. Whether it's this year, you know, yeah. and maybe next year. We can we can get you geared up for next year and kind of talk you through what's gonna happen for next year. Absolutely. If you are even considering supporting this show, that is the biggest honor to us. That means so much. Yes. Last two pieces pieces of news. Calvin Ridley not at practice. I don't expect him to play. You don't either. No, I don't expect him to play. Matt Breida, he was not practicing. A little bit concerning. Look, you need, again, to be following us on Twitter to get updates on Matt Breida. Be preparing for an alternate. Instead of Breida, we don't know who's going to be the guy there. So lots of unknowns there. But let's get into what we really want to talk about today. Start and sit advice. Excuse me, can I talk to you for a minute? Excuse me, can I talk to you for a minute? You can talk to us for a minute. Might be 40, 50 minutes, actually. Lots of time. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about start or sit advice. Start sit for week nine matchups, okay? What we try and do okay. every week is we try and take six key matchups through fantasy and walk you through them. We might not be choosing matchups that are obvious. We try and avoid the obvious ones that you probably already know who to start, who to sit, We try and find those harder ones where you might be a little unsure and hopefully we can talk through them with you and help you make some decisions on your week. Six key matchups. Badaki, start us off with the first one. That's right. Look, three and four Lions at the two and five Vikings. I mean, I expect another day for your boy Dalvin Cook to be running all over this team. Oh my gosh. Probably. (laughs) Yeah, I I believe so. I think there's going to be a high scoring game. The over under is 53. Um, and I, I can definitely take that personally. But look, must starts on the lines. Let's start off first. Obviously, we heard the news of Matthew Stafford. He's going to be questionable, or uh, technically right now, he is questionable for this game. We don't know he's, if he's playing. Yeah. So yeah. the best thing I can tell you is that I would not be starting a quarterback, his backup, which is 
I'm pretty sure Chase Daniel, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken, I would not be starting him. But look, if that's the case and Matthew Stafford is out, I don't believe you know Marvin Jones or Marvin Hall or T.J. Hawkinson could be getting this production as yeah. expected. You know, like yeah. it, their their value is going to be hurt this week. Their production is going to be hurt this yep. week. So take that with caution. But the person that I do think value goes up a little bit and I could be starting is DeAndre Swift. And the only reason why I say this is because, you know, this is, you know, a backup quarterback. If Matthew Stafford is out, DeAndre Swift could be a good, you know, yeah. um, pass catching back. They're going to be throwing screens. Yep. They're going to be throwing quick slant outs, whatever the case may be. Yeah, in DeAndre Swift. Yeah, and he could be getting these points for your team. So mm. be on the lookout for that. All hypothetical yeah. at the moment if Matthew Stafford's out. But if Matthew Stafford's in, Marvin Jones, I'm playing. Marvin Hall, I think, will have a bigger production than Marvin Jones personally. And TJ Hawkinson, you always have to start. Yeah. I think uh, if if Stafford doesn't play, I'm a little bit less on the swift train and wondering if they might switch to Adrian Peterson for the security mm. they might need. You know, it's like, okay, they're going to take one because it's going to be one of the two options here. It's going to be, let's get Swift involved in the game plan. The talent's there. Obviously, Swift is the more talented back right now in their right. careers than Adrian Peterson. Right. But will they try and err towards the side of safety and what we know from a player and consistency? Will they try and lean towards the old man Peterson? We don't know. And that's just something that comes to mind. I'm more yeah. hesitant on all the options. Uh if Stafford yeah. doesn't play, to be honest, I, Abs- I'm more hesitant 100%. on on everyone. I, I, I'm I def I'm, I agree with you. I think I just want to give the people you know hypotheticals just in case. And yeah. this is my thought process: if Chase Daniel is playing, DeAndre Swift could potentially be a good start, or it could be the opposite. You know, Matthew let me ask Stafford you. This start. is how, this is how I'm actually seeing it right now, because right. I think this might break it down pretty easy for people. Let me know if you disagree with any of this. Swift okay. flex play. At best, yes. Marvin Jones, Marvin Hall, not starting if Stafford isn't playing, right? Correct, correct. Flex plays at best if Stafford is playing. Correct. TJ Hawkinson, you're going to have to start regardless, right? Correct. Yes. Okay. Cool. We're on the same page. Say no more. <laughs> Look on to the next team in Minnesota Vikings. This is pretty easy. Let's be honest. Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, Very Adam Thielen. These mm-hmm. are the guys that you're starting. You know, yep. I know Irv Smith has been doing a little bit. He's been having a little bit more of a production. So if if you if you're in a desperate need of a tight end, I mean, he could be a good starting option. But I'm personally not starting him. But a question that I had for you, I actually believe yeah. that Kirk Cousins could be a good streamer this week. Um, if Matthew <laughs> Stafford's out, if Matthew Stafford's out, and you are Matthew yeah. Stafford's owner, maybe you picked him up to stream. Kirk Cousins yeah. available. Is this somebody that you're looking at? Maybe considering? Look, here's the thing. Kirk Cousins, I'll be honest with you, is never a quarterback I want in my starting roster. <laughs> right. Even even if the matchup is beautiful. I mean, obviously, let's look at Seattle. He put up, we have six-point touchdown points, I guess, points in our league. So we always talk six points touchdown. So this these numbers are lower for you if you're not six-point touchdown league. Seattle, great stream, right? 18 points. Houston, great stream, right? 16 points. And then I look at the games like Indiana, negative two points. (laughs) Um, Last week against Green Bay, 12 fantasy points. Personally, I would rather look at another streaming option. But if you're in desperation mode and Taysom Hill is the only guy sitting there, then yeah, of course, you're going to stream Kirk. But I just have a lot of troubles trusting captain kirk to be honest right okay say no more i I guess that that's my 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 thought process i was thinking maybe you know these the the people that come to to mind that are on the waiver wires right now is maybe like a philip rivers a nick Foles, uh uh, daniel jones um it would have been ryan fitzpatrick but two is out well i mean two is in now I think some of those names, you know, that's that's a conversation well worth having because I would start Kirk over some of those guys. Here's someone I want you to think about. Cam Newton, probably dropped by most people. I would ru- much rather start Cam Newton against the New York Jets than Absolutely. I would Kirk Cousins. I just yeah, think right. that the upside is there. But Kirk, yeah, a decent streaming option. 
Let's talk about our second key matchup, the three and four Broncos at the two and six Falcons. Are the Falcons a good team? Are they actually a good team? <laughs> if they would have not blown those two games, they would be four and six. Oh, no. Sorry. Four and four. Yeah, that math does not work. But yes, four, four and four. four sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, no, you're right. You're right. They would be four and four. I mean, this team could have easily been five and three, just being honest yeah. with the opportunities that they had. I think this is a closer game than people think it will be. Let's talk about the Broncos. Noah Fant, I think he is a must start. Noah Fant, I think you have to start him. Drew Locke is back. Fant seems to be his target, seems to be the guy he's looking for for security. Right. And Locke looked great in the second half. Not in the first half, but in the second half in that comeback victory against the Chargers, he looked very good. Melvin Gordon. This one's hard because I don't want to start him at all, even against the Falcons. But you have to. If Melvin Gordon's on your team and he's facing the Atlanta Falcons, you have to start Melvin Gordon. Am I wrong? Right. No, you're right. You have to start Melvin Gordon. I don't see any other option. Starting him, my my biggest concern is obviously with Philip Lindsay. You know, I wasn't expect one. I didn't think he was going to play. Okay, I thought that was a big surprise. That wasn't yeah. a big surprise. I think he was confirmed to play on Saturday. I personally didn't think he'll have a big role. Um, yeah, he took a lot of touches away from Melvin. He got that that touchdown. You know, run away from from Melvin Gordon. This is how I'm thinking about yeah. it. But yeah, I'm not I'm yeah. not happy about Melvin. Yeah, you're not happy starting him. It's kind of how we talk about David Johnson. You don't you're not excited at all seeing these guys in your lineup. Yeah, but that's right. you probably have to start them. Speaking of Philip Lindsay, let's talk about him a little bit. We already did, but Philip Lindsay has been the more efficient running back since he's come back from injury. Yeah. He this has. is the reason Melvin Gordon was a trade away target for us, I believe for you. Or was it me? Sorry, it was me. One of us. Uh, This is the reason that Melvin Gordon was a trade-away target this week because of Philip Lindsay's efficiency so far. Look, I don't want to start Philip Lindsay, but he is a good desperation flex if you need this week with all the buys. But let's talk lastly about Jerry Judy on this team. I don't want to start Tim Patrick, if you're curious. Jerry Judy. Here's the good thing. He had 10 targets last week. 10 Finally. targets is the kind of numbers we have not seen for Jerry Judy in a long time. And maybe they were like, hey, remember this guy that we spent a first round pick on? The one that's mad talented? Probably the best route runner in the in the draft? Yeah, let's get him involved in the game plan. And they mm-hmm. did. And it paid off. He had a great game. Just under 75 yards. And he's going up against an Atlanta defense that is currently the fourth worst defense against wide receivers in fantasy i like judy as a flex play this week absolutely you love judy as well from from i I love stations yeah i love judy i think he's an amazing talent i think he has been under underutilized by this offense i think he they need to do something about him in quick because he is explosive once he has the ball in his hand and i mean we saw what he did that which is only touchdown of the season mossing yeah somebody against the who was it the jets jets yeah yeah that was a crazy catch okay let's talk about the falcons must start players you are starting julio jones julito jones (laughs) how do you not love julio oh my gosh the dude is a freak of nature just look at him he is a generational talent that's right. I don't know why we're, we don't need to spend time on this, but I just love Julio Jones. <laughs> I feel like because I have Julio on my team now, I just am happy. Okay, you're starting Julio Jones. <laughs> Hayden Hurst. Hayden Hurst, slowly Hayden Hurst. but surely starting to become a very consistent target here in this offense. Yeah. Could see more <laughs> targets with uh, Calvin Ridley being out. And I know you're saying, yeah, but I know you've texted me three or four times this week asking me to trade Hayden Hurst to you. So obviously wanna, you like yeah. Hayden too, don't you? 
I just wanted to know your evaluation on him. I don't want to spend too mm-hmm. much on the tight ends. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I mean, who does? Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to spend a lot on when they're trying to trade for somebody. But yeah, look, I I believe that his his value is going to go up. Um, the only downfall with Hayden Hurst, I believe, in a fantasy perspective, he plays he has this week and then the next week he has a bye. I expect Calvin really to be back yeah. after that bye, and you know maybe his production goes back down. But the past three games. He has scored over with 10 Calvin points. Ridley. With, with Calvin exactly. Ridley. Exactly. With Calvin Ridley. With Calvin Ridley in it. So I think that's also a plus. So maybe if his production goes up even higher now, that would be really interesting. But if it stays Very the same, interesting. if it stays the same, then I think, you know, maybe, uh, maybe. Well, something, his something I want to note here is that in the past three weeks, the Falcons are two and one. Mm-hmm. So there was some sort of philosophy change there. Obviously, firing of the coach, new coach, recognizing, hey, we spent a second-round pick on this guy. Let's get him involved in the game plan a little bit more. And the last three weeks, two and one, he's averaged around 13 fantasy points. So I believe Hayden Hurst is a solid starting option. Let's talk about some questionable players. Yes, Matt Ryan was not on my must-start. Okay, He's been just in and out of that top 12 all year. I think it's a decent start this week, and I like him over most streaming options available. Okay. But I just, he is just that steady guy who could put up 30 points for you, right? Yeah, exactly. So, you, you, you know, this conversation, keep in mind, you probably have to start him if he's on your team. But let's say you're in a situation, you got like a Justin Herbert, for example, because a lot of people are in that situation, mm. probably leaning Justin Herbert for the upside. You know, I just think Ryan is a solid guy, but he's not going to win you your week most weeks. Is that fair yeah. to say? Uh, yeah, very fair to say. Once again, Matty Ice is he's he's either he's he's either he's Matty Ice or he's Matty Ice. You know, well, Matty <laughs> yeah. Ice he's gonna he's gonna get you that W, but Matty Yo, Ice that boy man. was ice cold. Oh my yeah, gosh, you know, like, ice. Oh, he was ice. Yeah, it depends but, which yeah, ice get you get. Okay. Russell Gage. Crushed or cube? (laughs) Hey, I like to go to Chick-fil-A and get that crushed ice. I'll tell you what. Um, Russell Gage. By the way, Chick-fil-A, if you ever listen, I am probably the biggest Chick-fil-A fan you will ever find. I have red status on my Chick-fil-A app. Not, you know, weird flex, strange flex. But, um, hey, you know, no no big deal, no big deal. (laughs) When I came back from Sydney when I was in college, they brought out the uh, Chick-fil-A cow for me. Because they knew me at a certain restaurant. Real story. And, um, hey, you know <laughs> what? You're kidding. <laughs> no, real story. Anyway, Chick-fil-A, <laughs> sponsor me, please. Okay, Russell Gage. Desperation flex at best. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. And I feel yep. like that's. I feel like we've covered that matchup pretty well. Let's talk about the next one. 6-1 and one Seahawks at the 6-2 and two Bills. Look, this is, I think, will be a great game. I think this is going to be a high-scoring game, obviously, with the... You know, some would say MVP already. Yeah. MVP with with Russell, obviously, yeah, and then chef. his weapons. Yeah, Chef, um, DK Metcalf, and Tyler Lockett on the Seattle side of the ball. Those are obviously wow. a must start. So I'm starting them with confidence. And then, really, the only questionable people to start here is Chris Carson. He think he's going to be a more game time decision. I think if yeah. he does play, it's going to be hard to sit him. And this is the position oh. that I'm in. I have a feeling that th- he, they're going to say he's good to go, but they won't utilize him. I have that gut feeling. Yeah. I don't know why. But it, you're, we said it earlier, Carlos Hyde did not practice. He's already confirmed out. He's not going to make it. You know, Trevor Boom, Boomer, if I'm not mistaken, which is the backup <laughs> to the backup. Trevor Homer. Homer. <laughs> Trevor Homer. <laughs> hey, Boomer. <laughs> hey, Boomer. <laughs> He will. Yeah, yeah, he yeah dad's will. a boomer, bro. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> um, Trevor Homer, I think he's going to be the backup to DJ Dallas. They saw what DJ Dallas can do. So if Carlo, yeah. if Chris Carson is out, I think DJ Dallas is going to be the guy for Sunday against this sure. Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I was. I wanted to talk quickly dynasty related. If you're in a dynasty oh. league, would you rather have DJ Dallas or Chris Carson right now in a dynasty league? Because from what we saw, DJ could take that role in a year or so. He looked great. Looked efficient. 
Look, we don't know. Chris Carson is still young. He's 26, 26 years old. So that's not young I think for, th- for a running back in this league. No, I think it's not young for him because he's so injury prone. You know, like Saquon's 26, yeah. 24, yeah. something like that. You know, Saquon's only two years younger than him. I, I believe yeah. that Chris Carson still has some time. He just needs to stay healthy. And obviously, you know, yeah. that, that that's hard. But here's the reality. And I'm sorry if you're a Seahawks fan. The Seahawks are not going to offer Chris Carson a long-term deal. That's not going to happen at 26, 27 years old. Yeah. That's just unrealistic. And maybe they start looking towards the future. Anyway, that's just a thought I had. <laughs> Anyways, on to the Bills. Obviously, Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs are, are your must-starts here. And then, obviously, mm-hmm. the question, not the question, but look, really, Devin Singletary, I, I believe, you know, you drafted with maybe a little bit of high draft capital, maybe picked him in the sixth, seventh round-ish, hoping that he would do something. No one really expected Moss to come out. I mean, we expected him Moss to come out, but not as much as we really expected him with his production so far. I personally think that Singletary and Moss, once again, is going to split these carries this game. It's hard to say. Maybe it turns to a shootout. So I don't see these guys being utilized a lot this game because the Seahawks, one, one, they have a bad, you know, secondary at the moment. So they're going to be giving up the ball a lot. But Jamal, Jamal, President Adams is still out. Yeah, he is still out. And I think, unfortunately, you're going to have a lot of games where Singletary is the guy and he scores more points and Moss is the guy yeah. and he scores more points. But That's right. Yeah, yeah, it is what it is. That's about it, though. Like, Moss, Singletary, there's not really much on this Bills offense that we can we can trust. Colt Beasley, no. maybe. But I'm, I'm, not, I'm not confident in starting him. I think these yeah. this team is lacking in weapons. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Well, hopefully if you have Moss or Singletary, that's helped you and not confused you. <laughs> All right. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Oh, Okay. Boy. All right. The upset of the week. The four and three Raiders visit the Los Angeles Chargers. This is our upset of the week yes yeah yes we like to make bold predictions we like to make upsets predictions that we feel have some validity to them mm-hmm. what happened last week Badaki? last week what do we say what do we say <laughs> we said they will win that's what we said well who good question i forgot uh, you really didn't set me up here. I was, you know, I'm waiting for you to set me up so I could spike it. I was it. trying. I was okay. trying. To, I actually, actually don't remember. Last I'm week. To think. Last Let, week. T- this is who a, won? Who won? Tell me. Okay. Last me week. We, and then I can say you We up. said that the Vikings were going right. to beat the Packers. And we got a lot of hate for that. A lot of hate, including DMs. People telling yep. us we had no idea what we, what we were talking about to stay in our lane. Including comments, people frustrated at us, mm-hmm. and what happened? People. What we Unlucky. said could happen happened, and the Vikings won the biggest upset of the week, and we mm-hmm. predicted it. Okay, again, what's our motto? We try and hit more than we miss. Okay. By the way, a lot of those people deleted the comments and didn't reply to DMs. All good, but if you're gonna talk the talk, yeah. walk the walk. Just, okay. just a disclaimer. Before before we move yeah. on, it's all love, mind you. We're not it is we're not all love. We're not we're not coming out here to to tell you that your team is garbage. We're not here to tell no, you that your team is this. We're just we're just looking at the matchups. We're looking at these players on both sides of the ball, and we believe that you know this team has a little bit more talent than your team. It's not a personal thing. We're not saying your team, or is it's bad. just a situation, or it's just a exactly. situation. You know exactly. So. so- yeah, no, we don't have bias towards any teams except for the ones that we cheer for, which is Washington and New York, and we try and keep the bias out of it. But <laughs> yeah, we don't hate the Packers. By the way, Packers yeah. are the better team. Just thought the Vikings had a chance to win, and they did. <laughs> so let's talk about this. We do believe that the Chargers have a great opportunity at home to upset the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders are a strange team because there is a lot of talent on this team, 
But defensively, do they know who they are? And I think right. that's the the area we're trying to attack here and trying to explain with this upset is the Chargers are a better team than two and five, right? Right. Absolutely. A much better team than two and five. Mm-hmm. And we feel that offensively they've got it rolling and they're starting to get a couple people back on the defensive end. This is a good defensive team. They've had yep. really bad luck with injuries and Justin Herbert early days. We don't want to say just yet, but he seems to be that guy. It looks like it. And it looks like it. It's far too early to say, but from what we could see so far, Justin Herbert can lead his team to victory. We believe that the combination of the connection with Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Justin Jackson doing his thing, we believe that they can exploit this defense that has a lot of holes to it. We like the Chargers in an upset, don't we? Absolutely. Look, if this offensive line wasn't hurt, one, if these bees wasn't hurt, two, if Austin Eckler wasn't hurt, three, wow. Oh, yeah. That's it. That's it. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, let's talk about the Raiders. Over-under is 52. We believe that the under probably could happen this game, but let's talk about the Raiders. Josh Jacobs, please do not worry about Josh Jacobs. Hit the brakes, relax, do not freak out, okay? And you're going to say, well, why, Zach? Why? He didn't have a great week. Yeah, he didn't, but what's king in fantasy? Volume is king say it with me on three one two three volume, volume is, is king key yes there you go okay <laughs> what did he have last week 32 touches 32 mm-hmm. touches from josh jacobs that is elite numbers he had a, about eight touches in the red zone four opportunities on the goal line that offensive line was struggling hard to even give him an opportunity i believe yeah. josh jacobs is going to be fine I think he has a 15 to 20 point game this week. Uh, High upside this week. You're starting Josh Jacobs. Darren Waller. Darren Waller. Probably the second most valuable tight end now in the NFL. Absolutely. The second most valuable tight end in fantasy right now. Right? Obviously, Kittle would be that guy, but he's injured. You're starting Darren Waller. (laughs) Questionable players on the day. Derek Carr, Nelson Aguilar, and Henry Huggs, as we like to call him. I'm not confident starting any of these guys. I don't want to start Derek Carr. Mm -hmm. I don't want to start Nelson Aguilar, and I don't want to start Henry Huggs. The inconsistency is the reason. Show me some consistency in any of these guys first, and then we'll get get talking about starting them. Say no more. Fair? Absolutely. I I agree. Derek Carr needs to be more consistent. I believe in him, actually. I'm rooting for him not to win this game personally, but to, to be a great quarterback, like he give him another one more year on the um, John Gruden. I think they can, they can bring something to the table for sure. I like it. Okay. On the Chargers side of the ball, Justin Herbert, Herbert, as we Herbert. said, he seems like he is that dude. I think he's a weekly start. Now you have to start him weekly and yeah. I think the upside is there. You don't want that upside game to be sitting on your bench. If you have Herbert and a another great quarterback, because a lot of people would have picked him off the waiver wire, now's your time maybe to trade one of those guys and and improve the rest of your squad. For example, I had Lamar Jackson and I had Justin Herbert in one league. I decided to trade away Lamar for a top 12 wide receiver at the time, Chris Godwin. This was before he... Uh, Got that injury and the news about Antonio Brown. But the point is still there that you can upgrade parts of your team if you have that situation. Keenan Allen, target monster. You're starting him. Hunter Henry, I know he's been disappointing, but this is a high-volume offense. You have to start Hunter Henry if you have him. And Justin Jackson seems to be the RB1 while Eckler is out. Is it fair to say that now? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think he's RB1. He's back. He's healthy. He's 100%. Shout out to Joshua Kelly. I love you, brother. You're a talented man. We'll see what happens. <laughs> now, sometimes yeah. you just got to move on. You got to move on and say, you know yeah, what? A, Joshua Kelly, he yeah. was a good guy, but he's just he's just not that guy right now. He's not that guy in fantasy. You know, just yep. just letting you know that I like Joshua Kelly for maybe the future. 
what that what does okay. that look like? I have no idea. Yeah. No, no, no one can. Okay. Now, Justin Jackson, great start, I think. Las Vegas is currently 28th against the run. You need to be starting Justin Jackson if you have him. Now, questionable players. Mm -hmm. Only one I really want to talk about is Mike Williams. Is there a better definition of a Hail Mary start than Mike Williams? (laughs) (laughs) The dude could have 30 points or three every week. And Mm -hmm. it's because of that long ball, one-on-one ability Mike Williams is elite when it comes to that. I think he's a great play this week against the Raiders defense currently. I think so as well. In the back half against wide receivers, I think that Herbert will probably be throwing the ball up, giving him an opportunity to come down with it in the end zone. I'm calling it Mike Williams back-to-back touchdowns from last week to this week. I'd like to start Mike Williams if I need a flex. Is that fair? (laughs) Yeah, I just had a revelation. What if Mike Williams was a tight end? It sounds weird, but think about it. Yeah, he has he he's has big. the body. He's a big guy. He is I big. mean, if he can, I haven't looked at his blocking. I'm pretty sure he can block pretty well. Maybe he can be open. That might, well, that that's probably the issue. Really, that's probably the reason why he's not been a tight end. Is you have to be able to block to be a, a good tight end in this league. But yeah, I don't hate it. Who knows? Four that's and more three, like Dolph. some Madden moves. That's more like some Madden moves. You just switch the player, and yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you want to play this position? Yeah, we'll put him in. Look, I, maybe look. You know, if you're listening, whoever in the Chargers organization, move him, switch you him, see what know. happens. Four and three Dolphins at the five and two Cardinals. I think this is gonna be a great game. Personally, hopefully, oh, yeah. uh, this is a game I'm gonna be watching because this is gonna be Tua's not official first game, but he is going to be challenged. Yeah. Um, tremendously because this defense is, you know, a lot more talented than the Rams. Don't get me wrong. The Rams defense is very talented. They have a lot of great pieces there. But anyways, look, obviously the news of the week, Miles Gaskin is out for three yeah. weeks. Um, Still hasn't confirmed if, he, if he's on IR. This is the most frustrating part because if you do have IR spots in fantasy, you just want to know so you can put him there and pick up somebody else. But if you yeah. do have you that option, that's great. It is what it is. It is what it is. That's right. That's right. Look, the big question is who's going to be the starter running back? And should yep. we really trust Matt Burita? Matt Burita obviously didn't practice on Wednesday. We're going to see if he practices today um, yep. once we get the reports. But if Matt Burita practices today in full participation, maybe, you know, he just took the day off, whatever the case may be. But look, it's it's really hard to start anyone, any running backs from the Miami Dolphins now I'm yeah I was really excited in Miles Gaskins I know you were but now you just mm. you can't trust it you can't really start anyone with any confidence but it's a desperation play at best yeah and you're probably in a desperate spot some of you with mm-hmm. running backs someone running backs I, have been so hard this year yeah I saw somebody saying in on Instagram it was Matt Burita if he plays or hasty and I will go hasty personally. Whoever, if you're listening to this, maybe you started him already. Obviously, the game's tonight, but yeah. maybe you already answered the question. But look, the overall summary of this Dolphins team, it's kind of hard to start anyone now. Obviously, the whole conversation yeah. with Tua coming in as a starting quarterback, which once again, we're going to see again to see if he's going to be producing because he really didn't have to do anything last game. No, he didn't. We're going to see if he is going to need to be, is if he's going to be a factor in this game. Because that really depends on Tua. Yeah. If if Devontae Parker is going to be somebody, if Mike Zick is going to be somebody, if who you know Preston Williams, anyone on this team is going to be an a factor for this Dolphins offense. Because right now, I'm not. I don't want to start Parker. I don't want to start Mike Zicky. The only person I was confident yeah. in starting was Miles Gaskin, and you can't even do that now. So <laughs> no, no, it's just. It's strange now. You just you don't know what to do here. It's strange now. So, yeah, proceed with caution. Absolutely, Cardinal side of the ball, Kyler Murray, D Hop, and Chase Edmonds, obviously, and really the only other person that I'm kind of questionable with, which is crazy to say that I am questionable of actually starting, is Christian Kirk. And the reason being is that 
I mean, he had two back-to-back good games, okay? He had two back-to-back games that he had yes, touched, two he touchdowns did. each, which is really interesting. It looks like he's kind of surpassing. They're actually finally starting to, to use Christian Kirk in this offense because he wasn't really use, utilized last year. Yeah. There was a lot of talks of him being utilized. There was a lot of talks of him being this guy. And now we're finally seeing it in these two back-to-back games. So, you know? Yeah. Um, Christian Kirk's a weird one because, yes, there ha- he's scored four touchdowns in two weeks. But yeah. you, there's still not that trust there, is there? Because you think about, oh, well, Larry's there. Andy Isabella is kind of that guy who could get a, um, you know, a long touchdown. He's, he's that speedster. Right. So it is still really hard to start Christian Kirk. And I think, I don't think he has a touchdown this game. And I could be wrong, but I think he finishes with under 10 fantasy points. So I'm personally not starting him. The Dolphins have their cornerbacks back. They're healthy. And this is a defense we should respect. And with that being said, I'm not going to start Christian Kirk unless I am in a desperate situation. Yeah. Say no more. I mean, the the only person that the person I believe that's going to really take off is Chase Edmonds. Uh, we ha- we didn't go in depth into him, but yeah, I mean, obviously oh, with yeah. Kenyon Drake out, Chase Edmonds is going to be the only guy that's this is exciting and D Hop obviously. But yeah, like those oh, are the two course. guys that, that that's going to go off on this team really. And Murray, yeah, yeah. Chase sure. Edmonds is is exciting. I'm excited to see him as a starting running back. Because as you know, if you've listened to the show, we both probably believe he's the most more talented running back there. Will he be given the opportunity to prove that he is? Will he be able to give the opportunity to be the starter maybe if he shows that? I'm excited to see Edmonds in this offense. I know you traded for Drake, so don't let your bias slip no. in here. Uh, Chase Edmonds, we believe, is the more talented back, right? I'm excited to see this. No, look, I, it, it, I am excited to see this. This is a great opportunity finally for Chase Edmond to take full range of this offense to see what he is, what he can do, and what he can produce. I think Kenyon Drake, yes, he is talented. We, you know, we're gonna see if he's really a somebody if once he comes yeah. back, really. For sure, the reports of Drake coming back earlier than later definitely hurt that case of Edmonds taking the starting role. But it'll be exciting to see. I'm really excited to watch that game. So much unknown that will hopefully be established. I want to see Tua have diver- uh, diversity, sorry, have <laughs> uh, adversity <laughs> and um, see if he overcomes it. You know, see if he can lead a team to a victory because he didn't really need to last week. No. Our last key matchup of the week the 5 and 2 Saints at the 6 and 2 Buccaneers. Oh boy. Sunday night football. This is the kind of primetime games we want. I don't want no freaking Eagles Cowboys. Get that out of here. Okay? okay. Uh <laughs> I'm excited for this game. I am really excited for this game. This was a week 1 matchup and the Bucks did not look like a team that knew their identity just yet. They were trying to figure out how all the pieces worked with Tom Brady and this new look offense. Yeah. And now I think we can actually judge both of these teams. This is the matchup we can look at and say, you've had time. Obviously, Chris Godwin might not be there and the addition of Antonio Brown, but the identity should be there. So this is the game where we can kind of judge and say, all right, who's going to win this division? It's going to be one of these guys. Who's it going to be? I'm excited right. for it. Over-under is 51. I think the over is safe. So let's talk about the Saints side of the ball first. Alvin Kamara, what do you think? Are you starting him? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Yeah, maybe I don't not. know. Maybe, maybe not this week. Uh, it's just, nah, just not a good know. matchup. Just not a good matchup. No, of course you are starting Alvin Kamara. <laughs> One of the best starts. Yes, he has a bone bruise in his foot, but he will play. Let's talk a little bit about Michael Thomas. Obviously, if he plays, you are starting him without a doubt. Do not question it. The talent is elite. The targets hopefully will be there. You're starting Michael Thomas, and you're not thinking about it. Now, as we said, you need to have a backup plan in place. 
in case he does not play. Great backup plan could be Emmanuel Sanders. Could be maybe Traquan Smith. However, mm-hmm. I'm not starting either of those guys if MT does play. Let's talk about the tight end position here. Okay, Jared Cook. Low-key. 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 He's starting to put some really good games together in the last couple of weeks. Has yeah, Jared has. Cook solidified himself as a must-start tight end? Look, it, it looks like it once again. His, I think last week he had more than, what, four or five targets, which is yeah. kind of... targets last week. It's kind of like finally because the last couple games he was only targeted like three or four times. He only caught yeah. two of those three or four passes, and luckily those three or four passes were, was a touchdown. Now, they were touchdowns. Yeah. So, uh, I I don't know. I think I think you should, you could, you can start him. I think when MT comes back, it's going to, it's going to be yeah. hard for him to start. It will be very interesting to see how that works. You're right. Yeah. This is the type of games we expected when we told you to trade for him after the MT injury. Didn't work out. But in the yeah. last three games, he's had... A touchdown in every single game has scored over 12 points in every single game at the tight end position. That's pretty respectable. Yep. I think he is moving himself into the must start conversation. If Cook is back, I'm a little bit less excited. Or sorry, if Thomas is back, I'm less excited. But I think you can start him. I think he can be a weekly start now. And what was the deal with what was the deal with him last year? He was touchdown dependent, but he scored touchdowns. And he did it consistently. And that's what you wanted. You want the favorite target in the end zone. It seems to be Jared Cook right now for Drew Brees. Now, I'm not starting Drew Brees with confidence, am I? No, you can't. You really can't. Not with Michael Thomas out. Um, I think with Michael Thomas in, that gives them more of an opportunity for them to throw the ball more. You know, kind of more, yeah. you know, points, touchdowns, whatever the case may be. But, no, you can't start Drew Brees with confidence right now. If you need a streamer, it could be a good stream. I mean, Daniel Jones put up a couple points. I mean, not as much, you know, like yeah. if we're just going by last game. But I think Drew, Drew Brees is also hit and miss guy, I feel. He's very hit and miss, yeah. He can and go off or he won't do anything. Against this Bucks defense, I'm not trying to prey on a hit. Let's talk about the right. Bucks. Tom Brady. Tom Brady is a decent start here. I think you can start him. New Orleans is currently 27th against quarterbacks. So you do the maths. They are the fifth worst team defending quarterbacks. And of course, we always talk about stats through the lens of fantasy. I think you can yep. start Tom Brady. I think you can start the GOAT. He's got Mike Evans, Antonio Brown making his first game back. This is oh, that's going to be exciting. This is interesting. The reason why I believe my Antonio Brown is going to score. Is going to score. I think he's going to yeah. get a lot of looks. I think he'll get a lot of touches. They want to get him back in the rhythm and yeah. into having a game. You know, get him, get him hit. We saw. I imagine Antonio- he has the. I imagine he has the same game he had when he went to New England last year. Yes, I was. About, I they was just about targeted to say that. him heavily, and mm-hmm. he found the end zone. Mm-hmm. I'd expect maybe fifteen to twenty points this week from Antonio that, Brown. That's that's exactly what I was about to say. I believe he, his game. He will have the exact same game. He's gonna find the end zone. He will get targeted significantly. Which in question turns to who are, is going to lose these touches? Yeah, you know, like obviously, I have my we, opinion. We lean, yeah, and I think we kind of have the same thing. Kind of like I lean on both sides. Yeah. You know, Mike Evans could lose these touches because he's like this deep down pass guy. Antonio Brown is also that guy, but Antonio Brown can also play the slot, in my opinion. And I believe that Antonio Brown is could be utilized a lot better in the slot. Personally, mm. who knows? There's still a lot to see with Gronk there. Yeah. You know, like there's just so many pieces that like we just don't, you Let's know, like. Let's not forget Chris Godwin is an elite slot wide receiver. You've been robbed this this year because of injuries. You've been completely robbed. But this could be really good for Chris Godwin when he comes back. And the reason I say that is let's look at how good Juju was when Antonio Brown was on the outside. 
Juju in the slot was great. And I think, as we know, and as we've talked about, a lot of that was because of how good Antonio Brown was on the outside. Right. I think if Chris Godwin starts, you play him. If Mike Evans starts, oh, he will, sorry. He's a good flex. But you also got Gronk there. And is Gronk a must start? You know, maybe he is a must start considering <laughs> the tight end position. Is looking that way right then, now. Then you factor in Ronald Jones. You factored in Leonard Fournette. Here's what I'm really worried about with this offense. And this is purely from a fantasy perspective, okay? Keep in mind, I have Chris Godwin in a league. And I still believe he will be relevant. But here's what, what's, wor- what's worrying for me about this entire offense. There will be weeks where players should be very fantasy relevant and they are not fantasy relevant at all. That's you right. can only get so many people involved into a game. Right now, you've got Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, Gronk, Fournette out of the backfield, Ronald Jones out of the backfield. You got Scotty Miller. You got Ty Johnson. There are five elite options, and there's eight total options. You can only spread the ball so far, and we've seen the Bucks defense really limit, and which is good for the team, the opportunities that you need to take as an offense yeah. If I have anyone in this offense, I'm a little bit worried because the ball's going to get spread a lot, which will lead to less upside for all these players. All of yeah. them. Is that fair? No, you're absolutely right. I think that going when when you evaluate these players and if you don't have a trade deadline, give yourself 2 weeks. Give yourself two weeks to see how these guys perform. Because if Chris Godwin is in the mix for this game on Sunday night with Antonio Brown in, this is everyone. This is every single weapon yeah. that they have is at finally playing. But if Chris Godwin isn't playing, it's going to be a little bit hard to evaluate really, yeah. you know, this this ball distrib- you know distribution. So give yourself some time. See yeah. how it goes. Maybe you can sell them now. Maybe if you're uncomfortable and you agree with what Zach said. You know, sell Mike Evans, yeah. sell Chris Godwin, you know, sell Gronk, whoever you have, sell them now because these are perfect opportunities for you to yeah. maybe cash in oh, and other man. players. Oh, man. It's just great for the Bucks. Super frustrating if you own Fantasy. any of these guys. And that's right. There's just not much you can do. Great, great for the Bucks, though. Lots of options. Are the Bucks a legit Super Bowl contender? I don't think so. No. You don't think so? No. Okay. I think if they win this game, they will solidify themselves as a legit Super Bowl contender. And here's what I want to explain. This defense is legit. Padaki, you've said that all the time. This mm-hmm. defense is legit. Mm-hmm. And what have we seen work with Tom Brady? Elite defenses and managing games. But now right. he has an elite defense and an elite offense of repertoire. That's the right way to say that word. Yeah. I think they could be a legit legit Super Bowl contender. Yeah, now thinking about it, you're right. Thinking about it, you're right. I'm just going through the teams in the NFC NFC East, not NFC East, but the NFC. The yeah. only the only teams I can see here, Packers, Seahawks, yeah, Rams potentially the Saints. No one in the NFC East is going to beat them. Um, yeah, that that's really the only contenders. Maybe the Cardinal, the Cardinals can definitely. I think can have a good. They will have a shootout. But this is like a playoff picture, you know. Bucks yeah. could be playing the Seahawks. Bucks could be playing the Cardinals. Bucks could be playing the Packers. These these are yeah. all these are all things is we can we can see. I can see for sure. And I think the teams like the Seahawks and the Packers. Make me less confident of calling this a Super Bowl contender, but you can't count out count out the goat. That is all for our start sit segment, but there's more. We're gonna give you Hail Mary matchups. Back in '82, I used to be able to throw a pigskin a quarter mile. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. How much you want to make a bet I can throw a football over the mountains? All right. Hail Mary matchups of the week. 
What is a Hail Mary matchup? Okay, well, let's talk about what is a Hail Mary. Basically, you got to throw up a prayer and see what comes down. It's a risky play, but sometimes it can pay off. So let's talk about Hail Mary matchups. We What we're going to do is take the rest of the games from the week and give you one player, one player that we like for their matchup and we believe could be a Hail Mary. We're going to take 30 seconds on the clock, go back and forth each. Mm-hmm. Badaki, start us off here. As you said that, you said one player. Anyways, I'm actually going to switch it up. One in seven Giants at the two and five Vikings. I think everyone on the New York football Giants team is a Hail Mary. If you have Sterling, Darius Slayton, <laughs> Daniel Jones, Wayne Gallman, these are all Hail Mary matchups if you need to kind of slot somebody in. This is a great opportunity purely because they're playing the Washington football team. The New York Giants are Don't a Hail sleep. Mary matchup. Don't, <laughs> Don't sleep, sleep on the Washington football team. Okay, here we go. Number two, the five and three Bears at the five and two Titans. My one player is Anthony Miller. Yes, I know you cannot trust him, and I'm not telling you to start him, but it is a Hail Mary if you need a desperation. Why? Led the team with 11 targets last week. Could be developing that connection with Nick Foles. We've said Nick Foles likes likes the slot. Hey, throw up a Hail Mary, see what happens. Three and five Panthers at the seven and one Chiefs. Look, we saw what Curtis Samuel did last week. Obviously, CMC should be back this week. I don't think he's going to get any touches in the run game, but I think the pass game is going to be open purely because the Chiefs secondary is good. I think Robbie Anderson is going to be locked down. DJ Moore is going to be locked down. Curtis Samuel could be a good Hail Mary matchup this week. Love it. The one in six Texans at the one in six Jaguars. The race. For Trevor Lawrence, jokes. Okay, one player is Darren Fells. Yes, he dropped an egg last week. Wow. But, or whenever, before the bye. This is, again, <laughs> the definition of a Hail Mary. Because Darren Fells at any point could finish as a, as a tight end one or the worst tight end on the week. That's right. So, he seems to be Watson's favorite tight end target. What value does that carry? We don't know, but it could be a Hail Mary worth throwing up. Love it. Five and two Ravens at the five and two Colts. Wow. Five and two, five and two. This is great. Look, really just mm-hmm. a tight end position. Trey Byrne or Jack Doyle. These both, both of these guys actually scored a touchdown last game. I think this is a great opportunity for them. Obviously, the Ravens defense are a tremendous defense, but we all know how much Phillip Rivers loves the tight end position. I think both of these guys could be a good Hail Mary option for you guys this week. I like it. Last Hail Mary matchup, the 7-0 Steelers at the 2-6 Cowboys. Oh Our one player is C.D. Lamb. I know. It's crazy to hear his name in the Hail Mary conversation now, right? Mm-hmm. All of us have this expectation. What? C.D.'s getting the targets. He's the most talented guy. Yes, but we don't even know the names of the guys starting at quarterback. Okay? I mean, we do, but we have to look them up and figure out who the hell they are. So that is why this is a Hail Mary. I believe... There is upside there because CD is a very talented wide receiver, but you yep. do need to proceed with caution. Those are our Hail Mary matchups of the week. Hey, Huge. did we miss a player this week? Maybe we did miss a player that you wanted to hear about for week nine. It's very possible. So what we do, are we going live this week, Badaki? Are we actually going live? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Everything said so, should be good. Here's what you need to know. On Saturday, we are going live on Instagram or YouTube. Um, platform TBC, but we are definitely going live. We are definitely going live. Make sure that you tune in. It will be at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is 8 p.m. Oh, sorry. 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and 5 p.m. Pacific Time. Okay. Make sure you are there if you want to ask questions about any players. If you have any questions about start or sits, we will be there live for an hour. We're going to answer any questions that you have. We'd love to talk to you. We'd love to uh, see what sort of questions you are going through. Do not miss it. We will post about it. And don't miss the next episode either. We got straight cash and just trash from week nine. We're also going to talk about Monday Night Football Patriots at Jets. One last thing we want to tell you couple last things I want to tell you. The George Kittle jersey giveaway, it ends tonight. That's right. Tonight is a night we're going to announce the winner. So do not miss out on it. Head to our Instagram at FantasylandFootball so you can make sure to follow the steps to enter. You can follow us on all, all of our social platforms, Twitter, YouTube, 
And last thing we want to say is how you can support the show. Badaki, how can they support the show? Patreon.com forward slash Fantasyland. Just a way to show love. Just a way for us to continue growing for you to continue getting amazing fantasy football content and exclusive giveaways, exclusive, you know, insight on how we start, you know, yeah. our podcast and just fantasy football advice in general. So shout out patreon.com fantasyland fam. That's right. First at first you said patreon patreon.com slash fantasyland. <laughs> Make sure it is fantasyland fam. Patreon.com slash fantasyland fam. So appreciative to anyone who supports the show. You guys are the best. We love this community. And I'm ready for some football. I'm ready for some football. I'm pumped. Finally, football. It feels like forever. It, this 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 gap here needs to be figured out. Yeah. And the, it worries mo- me about when the season is over because what the hell am I going to do? But <laughs> all that being said, hope you guys have a great Thursday. All love from Badaki and I. That's we'll right. see you on the next episode. Good luck this week. Get that dub. We will see you there. See you there. Hey. Hey. Yeah, you. The one listening to this podcast. You made a good decision today. Keep making those good decisions. You know what? Go ahead and do a little dance right now like no one's watching because you you deserve it <laughs>